Hello, hello, everybody. It's time for The Exchange with Logan Lewis. It's me, Logan Lewis. I got a great guest today, but before I get to him, a couple reminders. Number one, tell a friend. Uh, I interview a lot of people on here and, uh, you know, tell a friend in need. Everybody wants to hear different and interesting stories between different people, and that's what I bring here. Uh, I interview friends and family and business owners or entrepreneurs or everybody in between, media personalities, whoever will talk to me, I will talk to. There's nobody that I refuse to talk to. So with that said, today I've got Matt Giddens. Hello. Hello, Matt. How are you? It's good. I'm good. How are you? I feel so honored to be in the presence of a great, exciting moment. This is an exciting moment. Yeah. What's new, dude? Like we, we, full disclosure, we didn't catch up at all before we sat down. No, we didn't. No. We saved it for you guys. We did. We did. We did. And life is good. Where, what am I doing? I recently switched jobs. And by recently, I mean, I, one year ago this week, switched jobs. So it's oh, wow. been a long time. Okay. Uh, but I recently just launched a building through Amazon. So I work for Amazon. My job is to build fulfillment centers or help build fulfillment centers on the team. I travel across the country, they deploy me, and they make me build buildings. Um, so it's super fun. It's amazing. It's not on the construction side. So the construction is actually built before I am there, and then I am in charge of putting everything inside the building. So oh, okay. toilet, toilet paper to racking, like anything in between. If you need a pen or a pencil, I could tell you where it goes and how it fits into our building, and I build buildings. So um, the last time that I built, or the last project that we just built was in Paris, California. Okay. Not Paris, France. I was about to say, so holy hell, did they send you to I Paris, wish. France? I'm not that cool yet, uh, but Paris, California. So I was out there for like a good two months building this building. Um, it's the second one of this type of building, and basically when I joined Amazon, they were like, hey, we have this brand new type of building, we don't know anything about it. We're going to build this up and we're going to try it out. I was like, great. And they were like, you're going to be the kind of test guinea pig on it. And I was mm. like, great. And they're like, not only that, will you become the subject matter expert, the SME for this project yeah. because no one else has built one and you've built, you know, half of one. So go. Um, so it was super exciting. And I kind of built this program and helped develop this program alongside my peers and friends. And we now have uh, four buildings within the network and we're going five and six. Uh, and then you turn it over, and then the next one starts. So it's just a very, I like saying cyclical cycle, which is just repeating it over and over and over again. That's fun. Yeah. And you're doing it for one of the greatest companies on the planet. I know. For a whole year so far. How does that feel, to yeah. work for one of the greatest companies on the planet? Because you've, you've had a track record. We'll get to all that. You yeah. had a track record for working with some of the greatest companies on the planet. I love working for large companies. Um, I think Amazon is amazing and special in its own way. I think that Amazon in many ways still feels very new, very startup, very tech. Really? Um, my team two years ago today would have had eight members on the team. Wow. So there were eight people in charge of building just the fulfillment centers across the United States. And probably five years ago today, 10 years ago today, there were five Wow. centers across the u.s and so there were no standards there are no designs it's hey we need this in this area and let's just be scrappy about it and get it out there and now we're at the point really over this year from from when i started when i got when i got hired two weeks past so into my training like basically two weeks into my training they said you are out of the bottom 25 percent of people who have been hired on our team so our team grew from eight members to 145 project managers 
Oh. So like just exponential growth. But with that came like no standards and no developments and, and or I should say less standards. And and we really spent this year and, and pretty much the past year building our buildings, but also then working on trying to figure out how do we standardize this process. And with that comes great creativity and great ingenuity that we're trying to always, one of their, their key principles is in, invent and simplify. And so how do we make this easy for the next person to do it, but then how do we simplify it down to its basic bare bones? And I really think that that kind of mindset of the invent and simplify has come through much more prevalent than many of the other larger companies that I've worked for, just because nobody really knows the right answer. And so we're all trying to get to the right solution. And so it's very fun to just kind of like get dirty and figure out these standard processes and, and how do we make it the best bang for our buck. But Amazon itself is like only 25 years old, right? Or 26 years old. And it has a million employees worldwide who all do very specific things. Mm -hmm. And so for me to just be a small cog in the wheel, like in that essence, is just very fun to see how the whole company is very much of that mindset. I'll give you a fun story about it just as an example. And we learned in the first day one uh, example or exercise, like during your first day or first week of training that Jeff Bezos didn't have time to build a full warehouse. And when he was building, they were just going crazy. And so he took the door off of his office block like his little yeah. office and he turned it into a desk because he had forgot to purchase desks so he just <laughs> used the physical door as the desk and now they call them door desks and they have them standard in every one of amazon's buildings because it's a thought process of like being frugal and being cheap or then what uh -huh. you can i was uh, i was hoping that like either that original one is still standing wherever it is or like you would make that a staple in all of the future all of the projects buildings. so all all what we built, we're building 250 or so Amazon fulfillment centers this year, and all of them will have some version of a door desk in it. So like, that's awesome. Just silly things like that. That that kind of history, you know, is, is so young, but it's also so fun to to be involved in. That's awesome. Yeah. So we'll scale it back because you yeah. just told me about what's going on today. Mm -hmm. Let's rewind however many years. Do you remember how we met? We met at Holder Construction, and we met at. Uh, the intern event because I was an intern yep. and you were an intern. And I was an intern. And we both said, hey, these are good looking dudes that just want to hang out <laughs> with each other and we should do that. Yeah. And, so and, and that's what we did. Yeah. We just started hanging out. Going to tacos. Yes, we did. At, uh, uh, what was it called? It's not Cinco's, is it? No. It no, was. it was, uh, I was just talking, Chewy's. 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 They had the free nacho bar. Free nacho bar. After Friday night or yeah, every night Wednesday or something night like that. Or something, yeah. something like that. Um, and then after get to know each other a little bit more, we kind of realized that we had like a connection and that was Illinois, Illinois shouts to Illinois. That's where I'm born and raised. Absolutely. Where, when's the last time you were back? Um, that's a good question. I was there three weeks ago because parks of working for Amazon is I get to travel. And so I don't really have a home destination. And so when I get to go home on the weekends, sometimes I go home to Chicago, my girlfriend's from New Jersey. So I'll go home to New Jersey or I'll go back home to Atlanta where I'm you know, currently living. Uh, so I get to kind of travel or just say, Hey, forget about it. Let's just stay in the place that I'm staying. And so like when I was in Paris, I took a weekend trip to LA and, you know, did fun things like that. So, but three weeks ago would have been Chicago. Wow. But it's much more frequent now because nicely it's on somebody else's time. So mm. we get to go. So when, so when you're traveling, are you, so you said like you don't necessarily have like a home base. Do you have like a home office that you'll report to or no, is it like home I, or? I work from home and have worked from home for the entire time and will continue to work from home. So I have an office set up in my, you know, office mm -hmm. little second bedroom. 
Um, and then I'll be working from home. And so when I'm not traveling to a site, so my next site is in Wilmington, Delaware, that'll be like my home base site. Uh, and I'll travel to there once a week, twice a week, up to five times a week, you know, five, five days a week, not five times in a week. Um, but, uh, then I'll come home and just be home. And on the days that I'm not traveling, I'm working from home. So nice little balance there. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That almost reminds me of like how often I traveled for Holder. Yeah. seems like I was on a plane every other week. I know. And you're on a plane every week. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Racking up those miles. Oh my gosh. So many miles, <laughs> so many miles, so many hotel room, you know, yeah. mile points. And then so many, uh, national rental car. Yeah. So you're just, and that was a great perk of Holder is like when I, when I actually took time for myself, I was set yeah. because you have all the flight points, you have all the hotel, the rental cars, you even if you're not getting something like A1, you're still getting something free because you've traveled so exactly. much. My girlfriend and I's birthday, my birthday is the 1st of July and her birthday is the 5th of July. And then 4th of July is right in the middle. So we often try to book a vacation during that time. So we're using a lot of those points oh, yeah. every July, come July. So What you got going on this July? We're debating either New Orleans or Jamaica, which is oh, wow. very strong differences. Very. But we don't know which one is going to be more COVID friendly and where mm. we're going to feel at that time. So it'll be interesting to see if we just want to like relax on a beach and kind of be away from everybody else or like New Orleans, which will have more of the outdoor dining and the mm-hmm. drinks and yeah, craziness, yeah, craziness. I've never been to New Orleans. Have you? I've never been. My girlfriend's been, but hopefully that'll change in July. So Wow. Have you been to Jamaica? I have been to Jamaica on a cruise. We climbed a waterfall. That sounds fun. It was super fun. I was in like seventh grade and I wore Keens, like those Keens. And I remember just slipping. <laughs> it, was, it was very bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. It was It was one of those like excursions that we just paid for off the boat. And sure. Was, yeah. Okay. We just went cool. and they were like, here's a waterfall, go climb it. And I was like, mm, I feel like I need more information than that. And they were like, <laughs> go ahead. And I was like, okay. So you've always been like a go-getter in my mind. Oh, yeah. Where, where did that come from? Was that always like from you were like 10 years old? Absolutely not. I was lazy. I was disorganized. I was the the epitome of a good C plus B minus student. Like, hey, let's just get by. And I really think that it came during my freshman year of college when I did not do as hot as I was like, oh. Used I'm, to doing. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it came easier in like elementary and high school and uh, middle school and, and even high school. I was able to like make friends with all the teachers and they were like, you know, we had a connection. We had a thing. So I could like say, please, please, please. And they'd be like, fine, whatever, or, you know, there. But college was just cut and dry. Right. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, so yeah. I get to that point and I'm like, uh, I get not so, not so hot grades in astronomy class and I'm studying architecture, so it didn't really matter, but it kind of was my wake up call and kind of saying hey wait a minute we need to we need to buckle up and so that that kind of changed my whole freshman year really changed who I was and I think that that was partially due to my parents being a little bit more aggressive on me saying hey let's let's uh buckle up because it doesn't really matter what you get your degree in as long as you're that go-getter attitude and I kind of realized that from the get-go and so that's what allowed me to do a lot of these fun things but I also learned through theater like I did theater my entire life and I think that part of me doing theater was learning like to be on stage and not be afraid of doing silly or stupid or things and I think a lot of people don't ask to do things because they're too afraid to do things mm-hmm. and what you'll find out is most people when they ask to do things say yes like it's just a very easy yeah because people want to help you people want to be nice and want to go out of their way to help you and people want to like you know be exciting in your adventure and 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 if you set yourself up so that you can say yes to a lot of things or ask people to in the nicest way say a lot of yeses then you get to do a lot of fun things 
Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know you did theater. Yeah, since third grade. Wow. 30 or so shows. So was there a point in time where you were like, I'm going to go into theater? I'm going to go into film and, and entertainment and stuff? Uh-uh. You never I, were like, never going to do I it? I love theater. I listen to Broadway musicals once a week. I think that I am very well versed in the world of theater. However, I am six foot one. I cannot dance if my life depended on it. <laughs> I can sing the bass notes because, hey, I'm a dude and I can yeah. sing some lower notes. And I was the epitome of the best ensemble men who could stand in the back and just <laughs> big waving arms and yeah. do the thing to say, hey, you're a presence here. So I, I loved being part of the community. I love being part of the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot of great things. I learned, I met a ton of amazing people, sure. but it wasn't going to be my forever profession. And I kind of knew that from an early on. I knew I could be involved in many ways without doing that, but I've always had a passion for architecture and design and creativity. And, and that's kind of where my path has led me. So you, you mentioned that Canara, she's your girlfriend. She's from New Jersey. She, she, she lives in Atlanta still, right? She does. Okay. She works for Lockheed Martin out here and she is super smart, way smarter than me and, uh, has been here for about two years. Yeah. Yeah, that that I, I wanted to bring up the point that like I've always been amazed that like so you've been you you travel all the time. You guys lived apart for so long. Yeah, you guys made a long distance relationship work when a lot of people fail. Do, is there any secret to it, or is it just the the people? I think a majority of it is the people. I think you know just we have a great connection. We we kind of had the ability to. I also put and she put in a lot of effort to make this work, so it didn't come easy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we both kind of knew what we signed up for at the time and we knew that our paths were going to align at some point and we were just waiting for that time. And then the perks about working for Amazon is like, I have a flexible schedule. So, um, for example, Kinnerit is getting a knee surgery uh, next week. And so that's why we're going to New Jersey. And so we're able to, I'm kind of able to work from home and instead of working from home from Atlanta, I'm working from home from New Jersey. And And Amazon does not care. And Amazon says, as long as you're getting your job done, you could do it from Timbuktu. We don't, you know, we don't don't really care. As long as you got a stable internet connection, like you can do it from an island in the middle of nowhere. Yep. There's actually a a procurement person who's in charge of buying us stuff. And she works in Hawaii because her husband is a Naval Air Force. Oh, wow. Naval or or Air Force, not Navy. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember which one it was. Uh, But yeah, so she works in Hawaii. But no, so it it allows for great flexibility. And there's there's days where I'm, you know, or or a couple of days at a time where I'm traveling. um, And then there's, you know, weeks or or hopefully weeks at a time that I'm more along the lines of just sitting there. And and she's ready for me to leave because I'm just pestering her so much that that it is. But yeah, we we met. Uh, at Disney, and so we'll we'll get to. I feel like we'll get. Oh to, yeah, we'll we're totally to get getting to that, that. somewhere. Um, and then uh, we were separated for a year as we both finished college, and then she moved to New Jersey. I mean, she moved to Atlanta, and then I moved to Orlando for a year, and then we finally met up here back in December of 2019, and we've been living together ever since. So. That's amazing. I know. Shouts to you guys. Four years. What's next for you guys? Um, well, Kinnard is doing her MBA program, like I said, much smarter mm-hmm. than I am. Yeah. And so once that Lockheed finishes. Martin, much smarter than I am yeah. as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and once that <laughs> finishes off, then chances are we'll, my family's from Chicago, her family's from New Jersey, or here in Atlanta, we might figure out what's our next steps and where we are and mm-hmm. say one of those three places and move in that direction or stay here and yeah. buy a home and a puppy 
You want a puppy. You want a puppy? I want a puppy. What kind of puppy do you want? A golden doodle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our friends have a golden doodle. Same. And they have the most snuggliest golden doodle that we've ever... Oh, it was, mm-hmm. What's I that golden doodle's name? Rosie. Oh, my buddy's got a a, a, a golden doodle as well, and his name's Bucky. Oh. Named after the, the winter soldier. The winter soldier? Of, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. We'll get to Disney later. Yeah. There, there's no way that I can't sit across from you and catch up about everything that's gone on well, in the Disney world. Star Wars posters that you have hanging in your. Yeah. Room. My roommate, uh, shout out to Jordan, huge star Wars fan, like yeah. huge, like as big as it gets, like yeah. die hard will live and breathe star Wars for the rest of his life. His kids, their kids, their kids, their kids will live and breathe star Wars. Well, I worked on it. So I can't wait to talk about it. Preview. Let's talk about Disney. Okay. Let's just jump <laughs> so, right into it. So you, 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 you interned at Disney first, right? Did, yeah. Well, let's start. Let's, let's start, start at the, the beginning. The very beginning. I love Disney. Okay. My families love Disney. We vacation at Disney. Yep. We have a house in Marco Island, Florida, which is like Southern Florida, mm-hmm. Naples area. Yeah. And we would spend maybe a week at there and then a week at Disney. We did family vacations with family friends. We have, I have, my mom is a photo photographer, like photo free. She loves taking photos. She, she takes photos of everything all the time and we love it because it documents our entire life but i have more than enough photos of my disney adventures throughout my lifetime it's it's amazing um so i've always loved disney i really uh applied for a disney internship my junior year when everybody else was going abroad and i said you know what i don't want to go abroad i just want to see what internships are available um and i kind of looked at disney I applied for a position thinking that it was just an architecture position turned out being a walt disney imagineering position um, which allowed me to kind of get my foot in the door in that direction. Um, I don't know if I've told you my funny story about interviewing. It's kind of a famous story around me. Um, my interview was at 11 o'clock in the morning, and at 10 o'clock, at 12 o'clock, I had studio, architecture studio. At 11 o'clock in the morning was the interview. So I said at 10 o'clock, you know what, in order to prepare for this, I'm going to order food at 1 o'clock, Chinese food specifically. And at 10.59, one minute before the interview, I get a phone call from a random number i'm like oh great it's the interview about to start you know 11 o'clock they might be calling a minute early pick up the phone and i say hello how are you and he goes the chinese food is here and i'm like you are an hour and a half early and i was like okay he's like i'm outside in the lobby and i was like um okay but i'm gonna do an interview so don't call me back and he says great so i hang up the phone and sure enough as i'm hanging up the phone disney starts calling me i'm start talking talking about myself and you know easy projects things like background history who am i what do i do where did i go to school kind of things Still searching for the Chinese food guy. Cannot find me. Cannot find the Chinese and you, food And this guy. is all while you're on the phone, on the phone with the Disney people. With the Disney people. Okay. Headphones in my ears, you know, talking about myself, walking yeah. around the architecture studio. And he says, <laughs> and he doesn't know where I am. So he calls me again and I deny the call because I'm on an interview and I'm not going to $10 no. worth of Chinese food for Disney. Like, this is my dream. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. say. And uh, he calls me 15 more times. So 16 times in total. He's just beep, 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 beep. To the point where I have to tell Disney, I said, excuse me. I need to, this call, this number has called me. I, I try to play it off. Like this number has called me 10 times in a row. I cannot hear you because it's beeping so much. I need to put you on hold. And you just hear dead silence on the other end. And they're like, okay, fine. And so I, he goes, oh I'm my like, God. you need to stop calling me. He goes, I'm outside in the lobby. I'm leaving. If you don't come get your chat, I'm like, fine, leave. Like, I don't need this Chinese. Like I, <laughs> I will come outside again. But if you're not there, don't call me again. I'm in the middle of an interview. So I walk outside, no Chinese food guy. Okay. And I'm like, I'm done. And this I'm talking to this guy yeah. and I, back to Disney. I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to. You know, it was just a random number. He was trying to get a hold of whatever. I made up a story. And, and yeah. they're like, yeah. okay, whatever. He proceeds to call me 10 more times. So he's called me 26 times in the span of like 
15 minutes to the point where I secondarily have to put Disney on hold again. And I oh say, Disney, my God. I got to put you on hold. One my more anxiety time. is still, going through the roof right now. He's still calling me. I don't know what to do. They're like, okay, fine, whatever. And I call him. I say, you need to stop calling me. I'm going to block your number. Like, this is not good. Like, go away. He like, goes, yeah, he goes, I'm outside of this architecture building, Temple Hoi and Buell Hall. And I'm like, that's not the building I'm in. I'm not, there's two architecture buildings and yeah. he's in the other architecture building. So I say, fine, I'll walk over to you, but you cannot call me again. Like, I, I know where you are now. Just stand there. Don't do anything. And I get back on the phone with Disney and I said, I'm so sorry to be honest with you. That was my Chinese food guy. You know, here's the full story. And I just hear dead silence on the other end. And I'm like, oh my God. you know what? Thank you very much for your time. I got to go. Like, I'm ready to wrap this up. Yeah. And I just hear them burst out laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this could be good or this could be bad. Yeah, like, they're either know. laughing right. at me or they're laughing with me. Right. And I don't know which one at this point. And so sure enough, I go, okay, you know, we finished the interview. I grabbed my Chinese food. Definitely not worth the hassle. Did not tip the guy just because. Oh, I hell no. Yeah, but, Absolutely not. I, I believe in tipping. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Same just, here. Not after that, moment. like I was just very frustrated like, in the moment. If, right. I feel like if you don't get the if your call isn't picked up, like after three rings, right. like you, I'm just gonna leave. It's eight dollars worth of Chinese food. Like it's not like it's <laughs> not like it's your, your Chinese food now, right. right? Yeah, own it. Uh yeah. Day later they call me back. They said we're super excited. Do you want the job? And I said, Are you sure you're talking to the right person? Uh and then first day on the job, I brought Chinese food for everybody just as like a <laughs> close the story. Hurrah. No Everything way, so. went full circle. But yeah. Um, so I worked there for the first year, which was, I took off my second semester of junior year. Um, I worked at Walt Disney Imagineering in Orlando. I helped design on the architecture and design side of the gondolas, the ski lifts that will take you between parks and resorts and resorts and parks. Each one of the ones at the resorts are themed differently. So if you've been to Disney, if you're a big Disney fan, you could say, uh, pop century and Disney art of animation are very different themed than, uh, the Caribbean hotel, the Caribbean resort hotel and so my job was to help on an awesome team to design or help design some of those um those stations that you would be there uh, and that has actually come to life so you could actually go ride those gondolas right now so it's super fun to actually see that and then went back to school finished off school and then went back again to work uh in project management and this is full-time this is for another internship okay. for a year okay uh the first one was for like eight months and this one was like all, uh, a year long okay. this was gonna be if if i did well in the internship then i would do you know like get a full-time job so yeah. this is kind of like my this right out time. of college and this was gonna be it um and i worked with a super awesome team again and this time when i did my second interview did not order chinese food did not even <laughs> I, I like made it a point uh, even told them about it on the interview. So it was super exciting about that. Um, worked. And, and, and that, at that point I had known the people I'd known the teams. I, yeah. I knew the recruiter. So it was a little bit more relaxed on yeah, it. Yeah, um, You weren't as like yeah. scared, but I did get the fortunate opportunity to work with the star Wars galactic star cruiser. What a fancy name, right? What a fancy name. But it's, as I said, I did theater. So it's like, right. It, this is the coolest yeah. thing in the entire world for me, because what it does is it, it's an immersive theater project. So, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser was a is a two night three day expedition in which you board Earth and you board onto a rocket ship, and it's a cruise that's in space okay. for Star Wars fans. Okay. So the the logic is when you look out your window, you don't see Orlando, you don't see Disney World, you don't see anything see other space. than planets, space. ships. Planets. Right. So you'll take a you'll take a rocket ship. You'll go to your your ship. It's a two day three night ex two night, three day ex 
expedition and you're when you when you go and you do activities and you do you're doing events so when you go you first like start with a bridge tour like as yeah. if you were on a cruise and you yeah. see where the captain of the ship is yeah. and you press a button and you shoot down a tie fighter then you run as fast as you can to your room which is you know on the other side of the building in real time you will see the exploded tie fighter pass by exploded and you know broken up so so it is a real world quote-unquote video game it is a you all immersive experience on your day port right because it's a cruise on your day port you will then exit the land of the spaceship you will fly down to the neighboring planet where you will do your day excursion which is batu which is mm -hmm. star wars galaxy's edge yeah and you will do activities and events within there so so the concept is for two nights for two days and three nights you will not do anything other than eat breathe live star wars star wars and you will build up a galactic profile okay which is matt giddens playing as yeah as myself yeah not okay. as a character okay right? so you're playing a, yourself that's a big difference between like a lot of the events so so star wars versus harry potter like everybody loves harry potter at universal studios but when you do universal studios harry potter you are Harry, Ron, and Hermione doing events, yeah. going through the movie or the book that yeah. you've seen, and you you say, "Oh, I remember that from the book," or "I remember that from the movie," and you are placed as those characters, right? In Star Wars, they said, "Hey, you are yourself. You you're are your own person. You're your own person. And if you want to fight for the light light side or the dark side, or if you want to be somewhat in the middle, or you know whatever it is, you will build your galactic profile as Matt Giddens, as Logan Lewis, as." Joe Schmo, yeah, whoever it is, and each time you come back, your interactions with the characters and the cast members who work on that planet will be very specific. So if you're part of the light side and you go to a store in the little like, you know, they have like a little marketplace mm -hmm. there. If you go there and you say secret special words, yeah. then they'll like let you do certain activities yeah. or events or adventures, but as Logan. Yeah, metal, you're not so. playing Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker. Right. You are yourself. And it's super cool because each time you go, you either continue to build yourself on the light side or the dark side, or you could cross paths, or you could... So it, there's so much more immersion that can happen if you're looking for it, and so just the levels at which you can get down to. It's almost like a real-life like RPG. Yeah. Like, the next time you go, like, if you make one wrong choice, like, you could end up on the dark side, or you could right. end up on the light side. Or and that's that's... As we're moving more into immersion theme parks, that's mm -hmm. like kind of like Westworld style where yeah. everything is what you see it is to be, then that's kind of where we're at, right? And it's it's going to move that way. And if this hotel slash experience becomes a success, which I'm sure it will because which there's, there's no way that right. there's amazing teams that are continuing to work on this after I've left and, you know, you can't stop there and, no. and it's just going to be amazing. But if this experience, what what's to say that we can't broaden this to an underwater experience like little yeah. mermaid or yeah. you know like finding nemo or finding so nemo, whatever right, yeah whatever it is that the creative geniuses at disney continue yeah. to to build so um i did work there for a year working on this amazing project it was amazing to brand you know creativity and architecture and design in the same kind of world right the the things that we would cut from a project management perspective or we would try and find budget for or kind of work between was like theater experiences right so my my dollars and cents were people's like reactions and experiences exactly. and stuff and so it's super different than amazon which is more of a like here is a list of 15 pens that we need in this warehouse which is very i would call it modular yeah you know, we, we work through modules and the, we know exactly what goes into each module whereas disney's like i want it to look and feel and eat and breathe and 
and taste like this, right? Like some of the fun things that we did at Disney was go through a menu creation palette where we were creating teams who were sitting there and saying, hey, what do we want this food to look and taste like? Yeah. I wasn't a part of that, but like, you know, people yeah. did people, that. People's right. jobs were coming in and saying like, I want to design food for the Star Wars theme park. Exactly. Like what, what Star Wars food look like? Yeah. What, what does it, space what does it smell like? like? Right. Yeah. But what's interesting, and, and I find this super fun, is when you're in the world of Star Wars, it's not Star Wars that we know it, right? And that's where you can take it another level down, right? Like if we're talking on these different levels of immersion play. Because if you want to just be the dad who doesn't care about Star Wars at all, you could go to Star Wars right now and just sit on the rides and do the rides. And if you want to do the things, yeah. then you could do the things. And you could go eat the food, and it doesn't matter to you. But if you want to take it one level deeper, right, then you start building your you, – you understand how the stories connect, right? And if you want to take it a level deeper, that's where you start saying, hey, let's build my profile. And if you want to take it a level deeper, if you are in the world of Star Wars – and you see Chewie, Chewie is not famous because of Star Wars. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, Chewie is famous just because, because he's... Because he's a movie star. Well, he's he is involved in the world of Star Wars. Oh. Right? Like, oh, like so Han I'm thinking Sol- of it the wrong way. Right. I'm, he's famous because he's a movie he, star. You think, think like, oh, Chewie, that's Chewie, not, the, not in, the famous movie character, but that's Chewie, the guy who helped the rebellion exactly. take down the Empire. In Star Wars, the world of Star Wars doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? Like, you wouldn't say Star this Wars is, is everyday of, life. Right. This is just normal, everyday life. So... So it's not that Chewie is this famous person because he's a celebrity because he's a he's in the movie Star Wars, right? Yeah. Or Han Solo is famous same, because Darth of Vader the things that he does in the world. Yeah. So when you see Chewie and when you start when you when you're in the world of Star Wars, you're not saying, "Oh, look at that Star Wars character over there." You'd be like, "Oh my look god, that's Chewbacca." Right. You'd be like, "Oh my god, this is Chewbacca." In fact, if you go to any of the stores right now in they have this little marketplace in Star Wars, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see anything that's branded as Star Wars. Star Wars. It'll just say like Maz Eisley cup right. or something because you are in Maz Eisley shopping or, for cups. Yeah, whoever, exactly. Yeah. So and, that's and really cool. Right. So, so they like, really took the immersion thing and really brought right. it to another level. And that's the, that's the pure genius. Like I, I cannot comprehend how awesome people are to even understand that level of in-depth. It is. It is. Right? It's like, something different. Cause you know, when you go to Tomorrowland, you see like Toy Story branded right. Buzz Lightyear toys, but when you go to Star Wars, like when you build your lightsaber, you're not getting a lightsaber that has like you know the 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 target label that has like BB-8 and Finn on it. You're bu- you're you're creating the most powerful weapon in the galaxy. Or you would buy one that says, "Hey, other other people who have come through our shop are BB-8, and when yeah. BB-8 came through, mm-hmm. this is what he built." Yeah, right. And and that you can model yours after that. Yeah, but you cannot buy the same. You can't buy the Count Dooku lightsaber. Well, yeah, you. Probably could. You can model yours after it, but you can't yeah. buy the, the Count, Count Duke, Duke lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. That's so tight. I know. I'm looking at the the experience on on uh on their website right now and it just looks like Disney is also a master at like concept art and and like the models that they build for, yeah. for things. Like like you can't tell me that that just doesn't look like fun. Well, and the crazy part is is we're, we're looking at the picture of the bridge. Um, but the crazy part is that we've built mock-ups of this stuff and okay. the mock-ups of this stuff look exactly like mm-hmm. the thing in real life. So what you're getting is what you're paying for. And I'm, I'm pulling up a picture so that you can see. Um, is it wrong to assume that this will be insanely, not insanely, but reasonably priced Well, for a, for a two it's, night, it's an immersion, two day, yeah. three night trip 
when you're not the galaxy. What are you across talking about? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're not space travel. You're paying for space travel, which the concept still, like you said, like you get in a rocket ship, but in reality, are you like boarding like a shuttle or something? An elevator. An elevator. Okay, An elevator. can't tell me. Don't tell me anymore. I'm telling you. Because I, I very much so, I had a trip planned to Disney. Oh, you got to wait. Uh, I had a trip planned to Disney March of last year. Oh, yeah. And the week that I was supposed to go was the week after everything got shut down. So, you know, Disney did the thing where they're like, we're not giving out refunds, but we'll extend your tickets like by a year. And so like I had to use them by March or something. But then like in early or late 2020, they were still like things still aren't cool or back to normal. So we're going to extend them by another year. So now I have till September to redeem these tickets. But they're trying, right? Oh, yeah. Like. And I'm not asking for a refund because I want to go to Disney. Like, I, right? I booked a trip and I still want to freaking go. I, I want to go and do these things. I had all those things booked. I was going to go and build my own lightsaber and 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 all of the above. Like, I was going to do it all. But um, but yeah, obviously COVID didn't help with that. Um, was there ever a point in time when you were working like at Disney? So you've worked at all of these crazy big awesome companies, and you does it feel like you're working at these companies? Like did Disney stick out over the others or, or at the end of the day, like does the day to day, like you clock in for a meeting or, or whatever, does it feel like you work at Disney or is it just like, this is my job. But then it's like, Oh man, I I forgot. I'm I'm working at Disney. Sometimes, sometimes you get really into the weeds of things and it's dollars and cents and dollars and cents is dollars and cents. But then you take a step back and you say, what are the dollars and cents for? Mm-hmm. And you realize that like, it's oh my God, for- I'm building a theme park. Right, a theme park or an immersion experience yeah. or something like that, right? Do you like All that term? All I was going to show you is, here, look at this. Yeah. This is the rendering. The passenger. This is what we built as a mock-up. Okay. Like, that's real life yeah. and that's fake. Yeah, so, like, you it, it, it's exactly like what it's pitched to be. Exactly. Yeah, that's All I was awesome. saying is we spend lots of dollars and lots of hours to do that. That's amazing. So, um, no, but, but I think that- I think that there is a difference, right? Like, A, I lived 10 minutes away from the theme parks when I was working in Orlando. So I was so close to fireworks. I was so close to experiences. At the end of the day, I would go to I would go to the theme parks, at, you know, just like as my after work thing. Or like on a Tuesday night, I'd just go see fireworks or just like whatever it is. Excuse me, we're interviewing. Excuse me, sir. Sir. Roommate. Who is the Star Wars fan? Jordan. Jordan. I worked for Walt Disney Imagineering and Star Wars, so we're talking all about. Well, you're not the. I'm not cutting any of this out. That's this fine. is this is raw. Raw. Uh, Jordan is the intense Star Wars fan. Jordan, we could talk afterwards about how much we love Star Wars, and we could talk about what I did. You just missed it. We just kind of Matt just built Matt. Matt helped build a Star Wars immersive experience at Walt Disney Imagineering. Keyword helped. Helped Great team. Yeah, helped. Great I can't team. do it myself. So, um, but but what I was saying is. At the end of the day, like on a Tuesday night, all I would do is walk out my front door and go see fireworks, right? Like it was, it was such an amazing experience. But then when you work for Amazon or you work for other companies like here in Atlanta, like there's not fireworks to go see at the end of the day. So my, my office was behind Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And so like during lunchtime, if I wanted to, you I would could just, just like you'd go pop ride over a roller and ride a roller, roller coaster, coaster yeah. or Soren or, you know, whatever it was for that, for that day. When, when you were a, 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 a employed by that company, did you have like any special pass? Like when, it, like you said on your lunch break, could you pop over and like, say like, Hey, I'm a Imagineer yeah. or whatever. No, I couldn't, you can't like, you can't like you, wave you have a to card sign in just like everybody else. Yeah. But I had a, um, like, did you have to wait in the two hour line? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you yeah. still were waiting in the so, lines, but, but I was, but I was but able you were ten to, minutes from it. Exactly. I was able to kind of book fast passes appropriately when the time was right and say like, oh, I want to plan my fast pass for noon. Yeah. And that's when I'm gonna and have lunch. Just hop right over. And then I'd have to go and check into the, you know, like park. Yeah. And go to the park entrance, scan in to say, hey, I was here, and then. You know, but you the, got free admission to get in. Exactly. One of the perks about working for Disney is any cast member gets in for free. So it was it was myself that I got in, and I was wow. working with the friends, and we were able to and just... you could all just run it through. Like, hey, yeah. after the meeting, you guys want to go ride Tower of Terror real quick. Exactly. That's so Or tight. after work, we'd all meet up and just go like, <laughs> Go hey, watch fireworks right. or something. And, that, and that, that was... It was surreal because of that, right? Like, it was surreal because the experience of, hey, you know what? Like, after dinner, let's just go watch fireworks. Whereas we sat when we would go to fireworks like we would sit next to people who spent their i'm, I'm kidding you not like their life savings from other countries from yeah. other places to come to and, come and do this right this was their magical trip of a lifetime that they will always remember with their family and their kids forever and ever and i just happened to like pop in on a tuesday night after work in my full dress yeah. clothes if like, you guys if you guys got into an argument at lunch about who's higher score on buzz light or space ranger spin you could be right. like all right well tonight after work we're gonna go do it we're again. gonna do it right and it, so, so it was just, it was amazing to like see people's experiences, uh, vacations, their, their moments of their lifetime. Like that's what I, that's what I loved the most about working for these companies is my, I told you my mom was a big photo, mm -hmm. you know, photo person. So I would often jump in and ask people if they wanted their family photo, you know, yeah, like you want always, me to take it. It's yeah. always awkward when they're at these like trips of a lifetime and mom or dad or aunt or uncle has to sit behind the camera and not be in the, the one in family the photo because yeah. they can't take it. So um, I would often try and jump in and say, Hey, do you want me to take it? And you see like all these families who come together for whatever experience, a birthday party, uh, you know, a, an graduation, a graduation or, wedding, or whatever, yeah, whatever. And it was fun to just like, talk to people right like yeah. people watching at that was just the best experience i would sit there after work someday and just like ask people where are they from what do they do what are you why are you here like what is your what is your experiences and mm -hmm. a lot of the if you get to know a lot of the cast members the cast members who work inside the parks are able to give kind of magical moments or experiences based off of fun or exciting things that they hear uh i unfortunately worked backstage so i didn't have any of those perks or benefits to do that but it was mm -hmm. still fun to like hear yeah. And, and get to know people from across the country, across the world, especially when you're in Epcot and all the different people from all the different countries who represent that country. Yeah. Like when they actually go and right. they're like, wow, that's actually accurate. Right. Or, but everybody who works, so if you're like, you go to the Japan pavilion, like the people who work there are from, are from Japan. Japan. It's not like, just people that they hire to work. Like right. it's not like they're hiring cashiers. Right. They are they're looking for representatives yes. from their countries that get picked. And that's like an elite program for many of the countries to yeah. be the, to be the representative, guy right? Yeah. It's almost like picking the United Nations. Yeah. But at a, but at a theme park. Right. So do you, do you like that word theme park? There's almost a derogatory, like, not derogatory, but like when people say like, oh, Disney's just a big theme park. What, what do you say to those people? I, well, it's very interesting because I get into this debate all the time, which is, hey, which do you like better? Which theme park do you like better? Six Flags or Universal or, you know, Disney. Disney. And, and like, those are kind of the big names. The big that, three. The big three that people fight about. You can and, throw in SeaWorld if you want. Yeah, but. If, mm -hmm. Different, and, and then yeah. that goes to the heart of my point, right? Like everything yeah. that you go to is a different experience. Where yeah. so so nine, I would say not nine, probably probably sixty forty sixty forty. Do I talk to people and they say I like Universal better than I like Disney? Sure. And I say, well, let's break this down because get, because you, I ask questions, yeah, right? And I yeah, say, yeah, yeah. okay, let's break this down. What do you like the most about Universal? And they say, well, I loved going on Hulk, or I loved going on, you know, yeah, the, this, the Amazing Spider Man, the Amazing or whatever, Spider Man roller coaster yeah disney 
does not have roller coasters. Disney has a few roller coasters, but yeah. Disney is not known for their roller coasters, right? Yeah. Like you don't go to think about Disney and you say, oh, I put that in a cal. Like if I'm thinking of the best roller coaster places, you know, to go ride roller coasters, I'm thinking Six Flags, I'm maybe thinking Universal, I'm thinking Hershey Park, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, yeah. like big names like that. I'm not thinking Disney has the best no. roller coasters, no. right? So then I break it down. I'm like, okay, well, what about experiences which experience did you like better which wh when did you feel better and uh, 10 times out of 10 do they say disney right yeah. like so so if you're going for a roller coaster and you're like hey i want to go to a theme park for a roller coaster like disney's you, not your place not your place you're not going to find it and but if you're going like and you're saying hey i want to go for a, a an experience i want to go see and do right like at the end of the day disney is a family thing right so yeah. there's not going to be a single thing that a family can't do yeah right i have friends who are um who are there who go to universal and they say you know what i can only go to the kids area right the yeah the Pop. I could only ride the Dr. Seuss land or right. whatever they got for right. kids. Yeah. And and then there's not a thing to do for the Marvel area because yeah. whatever. You know, I, yeah. I'm not tall enough. I'm not whatever. Yeah. But Disney, there's not a ride there. That, I mean, there's always, you know, you safety know. height restrictions for yeah. safety purposes. But there's not really a place You can't where, do this because you're too young. Or too old. Yeah. Right? In the opposite direction, right? Like my yeah. grandparents came and they did the same rides yes. that my nine-year-old cousin here. did. Right? So it's it's super amazing that it's a family experience. And the 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 events that you do there at Disney, the fireworks, the shows, the the theater, the, 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 the full experience is designed for family experiences yeah. and if you think about it as a it is a themed park but it's more of an entertainment place there, right yeah there's, there's, there's not, not really a word a, for it there's not really a word for it and it, it truly is like like at the end of the day disney's job and and what they talk to us during orientation is like our our product i'm gonna ask you a fun question what 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 is disney's product right like they are almost like you, you've said the word 50 times today but it, they're an experience company like, right like but they they have movies they have yeah. theater they have like broadway they have right cruise lines they have like hotels they have what what is their product that they're that they're selling i don't know so what they teach us in orientation is that the product that they sell is happiness yeah, okay yeah and every other thing is a vestibule to give you yeah that happiness that happiness Okay. So if you think about it from that lens, Disney's doing amazing on their promise, which is yeah, because creating they make the most us magical yeah. or happy place on or, earth. Yeah. And that's their goal is just to say, hey, let's provide the backdrop for your graduation, your, you know, family reunion, your whatever it is. And I think that that's super cool because at the end of the day, you can sit in a meeting and say, is my dollars being spent to buy happiness and to buy this experience? Right. And when you talk to people, like when you go and look at like the the two star reviews or the three star reviews of like Disney, most often those reviews contain some contain the reason that that family didn't have a good time, something that isn't Disney's fault. Like oh, the long, weather sucked, the lines weather. are too long. Yeah. It's so human. There's so many people. Th th those are not Disney problems. Yeah. Everything that Disney did to keep you there for those four days, they excelled at. Totally. But yeah, the yeah, it's no question. Lines suck. Right. People hate waiting in line. Book a fast pass. Yeah. Or, but, you know. Or or Disney said, okay, well, and this is what I think is super great. Like, okay, people hate waiting in lines. How do we fix that? 
yeah. let's create mini games or mini experiences yeah, or mini exactly. activities. When you're running for the Space game, Mountain, right? there's interactive screens that you can play Galaga on yeah. or whatever. So how do we make it so that it's less boring for you? We know you have to wait in the line. What what can we do? And Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The, I've still the, never been on it. Oh my God, it's so much fun. They have like different experiences and different mm-hmm. things that you can search and find. And Star Wars land you can download an app to your phone and play like a hide and seek version of things like go find this yeah go find this and go look for this and, and i it, it's super cool just to say okay well we know you have to wait in the line like we're never going to go away with lines but how do we make it more enjoyable for yeah. your time so that you're not going to come back and say i wasted 90 minutes but instead creating smaller moments of experience yeah and i almost think that even without the technological advances that we've had in recent years like what you get when you go to and, and universal is, is okay about this too. But like when you go to six flags and you're waiting in line for Batman or whatever, you're, you're standing in line in a warehouse right. waiting to get on this ride. Whereas if you go and ride dinosaur or expedition Everest or something, you are, there's a story observing the story and you're looking at in universe yeah. style. Like, Oh my God, that's the magnifying glass that the scientists that founded the, uh, the mountain or, or whatever. Like there's a story to every ride. It's right. not just universal does that really good too. They have yeah. some amazing rides, like the amazing Spider-Man yeah. ride, all yeah. of Harry Potter. Incredible, Incredible of, Hulk yeah. is awesome too. So um, this isn't a, we're not slandering universal here no, or anything. No, no. Universal. I was supposed to go to universal as well, but you know, they, they, they gave me the money back. That shouts to universal. But but um, I gotta have you pick, man. I, you gotta rank the four parks for me. Well, if you would have asked me, like or, when I was a child, like or, I feel like I would have a very different answer than because like Epcot is amazing. Yeah, and I love Epcot because I get to a experience all the different cultures, but b more importantly, I get to drink around the world. Still never done that. Oh my god, it's worth it. I know. But I would have never said that Epcot was my favorite country when I was I mean favorite theme park when i was nine no because there's not much there's not a ride there really there's a there's a couple but yeah so if i had to pick it would be epcot animal kingdom animal kingdom is the best place for self-exploration like there is just so much to it's so big you you don't realize how big animal kingdom is and there's amazing rides yes and then you don't want to put magic last but that's where you're going with it i don't know it might be. <laughs> Magic has the best evening experience, like yeah. nighttime experience, right? Like like Happily Ever After, hands down, the best, well, besides California, which has the world of color, but that's yeah, a whole different story. But um, I, I I think I have to go Magic Kingdom than Hollywood Studios because I can't put Magic Kingdom last. No. no. There's there's also just something special about Magic Kingdom. Like I'm, I'm talking to Catherine. I'm trying to... I'm trying to get that trip scheduled for sometime this summer. And I'm, I'm telling her about like all the things we got to do. Cause she hasn't been to Disney since she was like eight or something right. like that. So I'm like, Oh, we got to get up at the ass crack of dawn, get to magic kingdom, like right at the beginning. Cause there's the opening ceremony. She said, like, we don't have to see that. I'm like, that's part of the th- experience of getting in there. You're seeing the people sing. They sing the same song every single day and right. it's magical and it's amazing. And it makes me feel some type of way. It almost makes me want to cry every time I, I hear you. It's, it's amazing. But if I wanted to ask you for every park, what's your favorite I want to, want to say, almost after having this conversation, I want to say, what's your favorite experience in every park versus every ride? But I almost also want to know your favorite ride of every yeah. park. And then and I'll, I'll go to. When you and Catherine go, just let us know. Kinnaret and I okay. are, we're, we're creating a little little side business and it's very funny, just called Adventures by MK, Matt and Kinnaret. But okay. we'll help you plan your Disney vacation because we know when to do things and how to do things and when to book your fast passes okay. and how to do things. I'll That's a shameless you. plug. But That is a shameless plug. You but can talk to go, Logan. Go through, and Logan yeah. go through with it. Um, 
we have a cute little logo and everything. It's going to be great. <laughs> I love like, that. The castle. and Okay. Um, <laughs> Magic Kingdom. My favorite ride. My favorite ride is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. Because it's the best. I think any of the the other big the classic space splash thunder mountains, yeah. any of the mountains will do you fine. Um, but the best experience, hands down, no questions asked, and it's just because I have an affinity to it and I love comedy, is Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Really? It is. I do enjoy the Laugh Floor every time I Super underrated. Everybody knows what jokes are coming, but... But it's good. I love it. I love, I love it. And it's always a joy. Like, again, like, that's that, like, customer engagement. Right. Like, when they pick on people in the audience, they're not really picking on you. They're just poking fun at yeah. this or that. But it's hilarious. Yes. And it, when it, when it you know, when a member of your party gets picked, it's like, oh, my God, they picked you. Like, right. it's, it's all you part of it. connected to it. And then, of course, the best experience, hands down, is Happily Ever After, the, sure. the Nighttime Spectacular Fireworks Show. Yes. Super amazing. Yes. Um, if you've seen it enough times, you could actually watch it in front of the castle. And then there's also a place behind the castle where you can watch it and see a completely different show. Super okay. cool. Okay. Okay. Um, you get more fireworks than you do projections, but you know whatever. Epcot, I think, hands down, is Soren. I love Soren. Soren to tight. tower. Soren to tower. It's the best. Soren's and tight. We can love Soren all day. Um, and then, just the countries in general are mm -hmm. super fun, especially during like food and wine festival mm -hmm. or festival of the arts. All of the festivals when they have the shows and concerts coming through, it's. It depresses me to say it, but I don't think I've been to Disney since I've turned 21. Well, you which need to is go. Upsetting. I'm 25 now. Yeah. It's very upsetting. But that anyway. Is, yeah. It was yeah. just your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I wished it on Facebook, but. You did. I saw I it. it on person. Hollywood Studios. I think Tower of Terror is my classic. I just feel mm -hmm. like I have to say it. It would have been Lights, Motor, Action, but that went away a long time ago. I, <laughs> I saw so that show sad. a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, and so. <laughs> Tower of Terror is almost an experience and a ride in itself. It's almost yeah, more experience than ride. Yeah, because you walk through, you do the things, you see yeah, the things, you, see you the go things. through the little story. and Yeah, you go through the weird yeah. underground. I'd love to ride that ride with the lights on. I'd love to ride all the rides with the lights on. Yeah, well, Rock and Roller Coaster would be super fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. And so would Space Mountain. But um, And then the Star Wars um, land everything there is just super incredible and they have a nighttime show that they do that's star wars as well or like disney at the movies both of them are very good just not as good as you know magic kingdom sure and then animal animal kingdom has to be flights of passage it is the most beautiful ride in the entire world i would argue that flights of passage is my favorite ride on planet earth i've never seen it never seen the avatar stuff either i haven't have been to disney in avatar? so long oh yeah 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 okay. yeah and my dad uh, took my sister. They were down there. I guess they were in Florida for some swim meet or something one point. And he yeah, like, how dare they? She, she did a really good job. And he was just like, let's go to Disney for an afternoon. And he Ugh. took her. It was like right when Avatar opened. And he's to this day like goes to bat for it. Says it's the most incredible experience he's the ever had. Most incredible experience. I mean, construction wise, like story wise, like yeah. design wise, like just engineering behind engineering it. Engineering behind it. Hands down the best experience that I've um, yeah. Part of none. Part of none. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to go so yeah. bad. Likewise, I think I'm going for for animal to this day. Since I haven't done Avatar, my my all time, I do have a soft spot for dinosaur. I was a really big like paleontologist in the making when I was young. But like Expedition Everest is is an all time. That's like the closest besides rock and roller coaster. That's probably the closest thing Disney's got to like a roller yeah. coaster, and it's awesome. It's exhilarating. Um, I love I. 
I you can't, in my opinion, go to Disney World without seeing the Festival of the Lion King. Absolutely. I will not not go. It's I, I don't care if I have to buy an extra ticket because we didn't get to it. I, I will go. Consistently rated the top performances in the country. Mm-hmm. Like every time. Every time. I love that show so much. I'll go to bat for it every day of the week. Absolutely. My mom doesn't do roller coasters, and so she'll spend yeah all her time doing shows, doing the shows, and so she'll do the Finding Nemo show, and she'll do the Festival of Lion King like eight times. She loves it. There's a guy there when I was there in 2019 that would go to the Lion King. He he bought an annual pass, and he his he loved the Lion King show so much he would be there for every show every day that's amazing he was retired and he was the cutest old oh, guy that's cute. in the entire world he that'd just, be me he loved <laughs> festival of lion king hollywood studios i love tower of well, terror so been much there in and i haven't been there since star since wars they, either yeah and toy story land right you probably and haven't i have there. not seen toy so story i when half, i go i have to be there for like a week half the park you haven't seen no yeah. which is really depressing. I know. The last time I went is when they opened up the revamp of downtown Disney. There is, Disney a, Springs. There is a place right before you enter Star Wars that ha- is on the corner and they have the best beer cheese for pretzels. Okay. One of those weird. I love that, pretzels and beer cheese. Know, so, this that's, so this so is amazing. So this is amazing. When, you're you, when you go, I'll have to tell you yes, where this stuff please, is. Please do. Um, I, I almost got to go rock and roller coaster uh, to this point in time when Star Wars, when I go and I see the Star Wars stuff, I'm sure I'll, I'll change my answer, oh, but sure. rock and roller coaster. There, there's nothing. I love Aerosmith too. So just that music while you're riding that ride is, is right. just incredible. Um, it's fast. It is zero to 60 in what? Like four seconds point, mm, probably fast. Four point know. something. I don't yeah. know. Um, Epcot soren of course i haven't been back since i've 21 so i haven't gotten drunk around the world yet that's on the list of course i have i have a laundry list of things i got to do when i go back you have to start in canada okay why canada specifically you can't start with tequila shots in mexico (laughs) you're right you got to end on that (laughs) Um, it's not about starting in canada it's just not starting starting in in mexico Mexico. (laughs) uh let's see and then unless you come from the 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 secret special way which you could start in like France mm-hmm. or UK mm-hmm. and work your way around and then Mexico and Canada while well, Mexico shots are like halfway through. Yeah. That's a good buzz. Okay. Too. Okay. I like that. I like that. And then magic. I, it, I really truly and love that opening ceremony, even if it's like five minutes, but in terms of ride, I, I go to bat for big thunder mountain all day, every day. Yeah. It is old and it is rickety and it's sometimes kind of scary, but I love it so much. Well, it's a classic. Yeah. It's, it's been there for Did decades. you know that there was a study and I don't speak to science because way past my pay grade, but there was a study <laughs> that I read about that said that if you have a kidney stone, one of the best ways to pass it is by riding big thunder, like on repeat. Well, that's funny. And I know you, I don't know if you knew this, you probably knew this, but I have kidney stones. Well, that's probably why you like the ride. <laughs> Um, it makes you feel magical inside. It, it does make me feel <laughs> magical. Um, I love Big Thunder Mountain, um, but Splash Mountain's awesome. What would you do uh, kind of bordering this uh, this topic? In recent years, they've come after Splash Mountain yeah. and said that it is racist and that it needs to be abolished. What do you say to that? I don't really care that it's racist. I mean, let me ref- let me say that. Okay, that, that, almost got, that, that yeah. almost got really bad. I care that it's racist. I think that it should be changed. But more importantly, I don't, enjoy the storyline like if we're thinking from a disney perspective where everything has a story and everything yeah is, is it it's, thing, it's not a great like, story it's just not a good story no there's so much more intellectual property ip that disney could use what do you think they could use for it you could use 
any water-themed movie. movie. Moana. You could use Little Ooh, Mermaid. You Moana could use, would be right? Good. Like you could use any of these experiences to to better this story that doesn't need to be this old South plantation yippee-yo-yippee-yay, whatever. Right. I love it's Splash Mountain. Story. My, my, and my grandparents, you know. But you would love Splash Mountain, whatever it was themed oh, or yeah. designed as, because the ride itself is amazing. And and I haven't been in, in a while, but like that tune is stuck with you the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. It, uh, racist or not, I love that ride. Well, it's just a classic song. Yeah, it is the classic song. But, you know, if they rebranded it and changed it, I'd probably be salty at the beginning. But, you know. That's like when they go and remake like Mulan and the, the remake isn't as great as the original or whatever. What do you, Hot thoughts take. on, thoughts, Hot take. <laughs> thoughts on the remake of Mulan? Did you love it? I loved Mulan. Okay. But for very different reasons than I loved the original. Okay. Right. Like, and I feel like that's the same thing with Lion King and that's the same thing with all of the new rebrands that they're doing and remakes that they're doing. Yeah. I think that they're, it's, 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 it's a new generation of, yeah. Of things of of classics rebranded that I, I don't think you can as much as they're both called Lion King you can't compare I don't know if you can what what do you think that's in, taking in, a very neutral position but I'm just saying <laughs> you know like I, I think they're very different in comparison in your thoughts what is uh, what's the best of the, the the live action remakes oh by far Lion King the, I mean it blends the musical that mm-hmm. you see on Broadway and and the uh, it hands down I I also just love Lion King it was yeah it's my favorite. My, top Disney favorite movie. movies it would ever. have been ever yeah oh it's in my top five ever yeah love that yeah matt there comes a point in every interview where i bring it back and i ask every guest the same 10 questions the i'm very easy them. first date questions i might even know the answer to some of them but i'm, I'm intrigued to hear I'm so ready. um what was your very very first ever job that you were paid to do you got a paycheck what was it i was well, okay, the cheesy answer is I helped my mom shred papers at her office and her boss gave me a $15 check. <laughs> so if you want to know, I'm the best shredder in all of the Midwest. But my first official job that I had was I was a bar mitzvah dancer at the age of 16, okay. 13 year olds. Okay. And I was paid to dance at bar mitzvahs. Wow. Not like bad dance, but like breakout dance moves, which is ironic because I told you at the beginning of the interview, I am not a dancer. Yeah. Not I, to save your life. No, I couldn't. I can't do complex dance moves like in Broadway theater, but I can do the chicken dance or the Macarena or the <laughs> wobble backwards facing a guest so that they knew what to do. Okay. Okay. Bar um, dancer. If you were an animal, what would you be? If I was an animal, I feel like there's a creative answer to this. I'm not really thinking about. It doesn't have to be. I'd be a lion because I like to sleep. I think I would be a dog because I am a dog. You are like a dog. Just, I am the natural you human dog. definition of <laughs> like a lap dog who just yeah. is like, or a puppy that mm-hmm. just is like so attached to everything and also has the greatest sense of ADD when it comes to anything yeah. ever. Okay. Like I'm just all over the place. That's a good answer. Or like a, or like a squirrel. Right, like a squirrel that's just like <laughs> yeah. constantly. It's just like moving, right. always, never still. Right, that's me. Okay, good, I like it. What's the best concert you've ever been to? So I'm an acapella fan, so my favorite Ooh. musician like to listen to is Pentatonix. I love Ooh, going yeah, to Pentatonix. I've been a fan of them since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I've been to 14 of their concerts. Wow. Like I love them. But the coolest concert 
that I've ever been to was 21 Pilots. Okay. I did them at Lollapalooza, and the coolest thing about them is because there's only two of them, they throw an eight by four plank of wood out into the crowd, and then the drummer throws his drum set out into the crowd, and they assemble it on the plank of wood, and then we crowd surf them. The drummer? We crowd surf them to the planks of wood, and the singer, too. The, yeah. You, both of them. And they're both standing there on their planks of wood, singing and drumming as we pass them as they crowd surf. That's insane. And it was raining, like just a little bit of rain. Like, so it was, it, it was just like the best yeah. evening. It was super Yeah, it was cool. just amazing. Was perfect experience. Amazing experience, yeah. yeah. Uh, dinner with three people, dead or alive. Go. Walt Disney. Yeah. Biased because I love him. Yes. Um, Bill Gates. I think he's obviously very, very, very smart. And mm-hmm. I just want to understand how he. Thinks. I want to understand his day to day. Well, just how he thinks, right? Yeah. How he approaches a problem mm-hmm. and like breaks it down and understands mm-hmm. how. And then. I don't know. I could really go for anybody who's in like the olden ancient times, like any of the gospels or any of the, really? I'm, I'm Jewish. So any of the Bible characters that you would see just to know what's true and what's not true. Like yeah. what, what happened? Yeah. Give me the TLDR on your life. <laughs> and if it was, I know it's a religious answer. So that's good. It's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the three words Stan mute and cancel mean? Yes. Okay. Great. Queso, guac, and salsa. Stand mute, cancel. F. Mary Kill, essentially. With those three appetizers. Queso, I would marry forever, or I guess you would say. You stand it. Yeah, okay. What are the other? Guac. Guac and salsa. Guac and salsa. So both of which I am not the biggest fans of. Okay. If I had to choose one, hands down, it's queso. I guess guac would be the next one, so I'd mute guac yep and then you're canceling salsa yeah which is a very hot take because i know everybody loves salsa but i'm not a tomato i'm not a vegetable person i'm not really either i'll i I usually switch your answer i'll go i'll cancel guac because i'm not an avocado guy but i will i i will mute case or i I will mute mute salsa i can i can somewhat handle guac because it's more neutral than salsa Mm -hmm. salsa has flavors it does but I'm not a big tomato guy either. No. Like chunky tomatoes. My girlfriend makes the best tomato sauce for her pasta. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's all I can handle. <laughs> what is, uh, what's one movie you wish you could go back and watch for the very first time and experience all of the emotions and feelings again? <clears throat> Iron Man. That's a good start, answer. The start, start of the, the Marvel series. Start it all. I think, I think it would have to be Marvel. Not knowing anything about the existing. Yeah, that's that's hard. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Is right. That, so if that's the case, then Captain America Civil War. Ooh, that's a really good one. Because then I've already had an affinity to the characters and, and rewatching it just is is well worth it. That's I think that's my favorite MCU movie still. It's close up there. I don't know if I could rank them yet. I don't I'd have to sit down and really think about twenty four movies. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, I just had my girlfriend watch them for the first time, and rewatching them was just super fun. Yes, I did the same thing with Catherine. Yeah, she's she, we've got everything watched except for 
I think maybe like the Ant Mans and maybe Doctor Strange. But you have to part. watch the Ant Mans. Yeah, I love I love the Ant Mans. I but love the Paul Rudd. Play a pivotal role in Endgame. Yep. So yeah, the only one that we haven't seen is post Endgame is Spider Man. Ooh, and she needs to watch those twos. And I also want to get her to watch the OG Spider-Mans with Toby and uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, we as have well. to get there too. But before that, Kinnaret's never seen uh, any of the Batman trilogy. Oh boy, she, Catherine's at least seen The Dark Knight. I don't think she's seen Batman Begins or she the says Dark the Joker's scary. So <laughs> I have lucky to. he's not in the other two. So. <laughs> um, what uh, keeping it on the movie train? When you go to the movies and see something, you know pretend we're not in a pandemic and we haven't all haven't been to the movie theater in a right. while. What do you get when you go to the movies? Are you a snack guy or you go in with nothing or you- oh, straight popcorn? And then they have those, um, Oh God, what are they called? The crunch, bunch of crunch, bites, bunch of crunch bites. Yep. That's it. Okay. And you mix the popcorn in the, in the bunch of crunch sometimes, sometimes, Try it. but no, I have, but only the problem is by the time that I get to the actual theater, like after getting the popcorn, the popcorn's not, hot hot like yeah. melting hot so then the chocolate doesn't melt i've done it before at home that's true where i can melt the chocolate and it all works mm-hmm. out and it's beautiful and it's amazing however yeah. not the case at a movie theater all the time okay what uh what's your greatest fear a little deeper yeah go from movies to to movies. fear <laughs> my biggest fear i think is it's got to be one of two which is like number one not living up to my potential of like what i yeah we're put here to do what I want to do and be like, I know this is silly, but one of the reasons why I loved architecture and, and doing building things is like, I love design and mm-hmm. I loved being remembered for that design. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to a deeper fear if I'm like not being remembered. Unpack, yeah. Of unpacking that, which is not being remembered. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a big fear of mine. Do you have a physical fear? No. I'm afraid of sharks. No. You won't get me in the ocean for that reason. Mm. I'll go to the beach and go in like waste deep water, but I don't think I have a physical fear. If we if we go out on a boat, I'm not getting off of it. I think I would jump back at a few things, but then I would jump in to a try it. I don't think I have a physical fear. Good answer. What gets you up Logan in the morning? Logan scares no cat. <laughs> <laughs> what gets you up in the morning? Uh my alarm clock. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> I think that um, I love what I do. I love the people around me. I love life. I'm very positive and very happy. And I think that every day is a new adventure. And mm-hmm. I love the adventure. I just I love it. I love. I think that. that's the that's the heart of my existence. Is I love the adventure. And finally, if I snap my fingers right now, and we were taken back. To a time or place. But you're going in a very different direction with snapping your fingers right now, Thanos. Oh, no, no. I'm no Thanos. Spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it, it's your own damn fault at this yeah. point. The movie made like $3 billion. Yeah. Uh, if I snap my fingers right now and we are transported to a time and place in history to witness an event or uh, something, what would we be w- witnessing? I... I don't know. The creation of see once again about about an experience or a thing, like I wanna say just because it's my go to is like go back and see the creation of like the foundations of Disney. Yeah. Like creating the fundamentals of how the park is gonna be laid out and like just that time and experience. Like watching them sketch out right. like Snow White also, and the Seven Dwarves, like when they were first making their first Yeah, I would I would think more about the theme park mm-hmm. and not about the movie, but I also would see like like creating a city, like 
Atlanta or like Chicago or like yeah. let's let's develop this area. Like yeah. I would love to see like urban planning in that that kind of aspect. That's a really good answer. Yeah. I don't know what the place would be. Maybe New York, maybe like like maybe Times Square or maybe Central Park or mm-hmm. you know something like that. Yeah, I think that would be fun. like when they like the meeting where they decided like yeah, there's just gonna be this big ass open area in the middle of the city. Right. Or to take it in a completely different adventure, if I knew that I was safe the whole time, would be like D Day. I think D Day. Oh yeah, you're safe. Cool. You're almost like a yeah, like, like a, what's that movie where you, where missing. where Scrooge gets with Ghost of Christmas Past. He goes oh, yeah. and revisits points and times in his life. You're you're that situation. Yeah. So then, D Day. D Day is a really good answer. I'd love it. I just want to see. I just yeah. want, like they they talk about it. Yeah. I want to I want to go see. It's it. something like five percent of the sand that is on the Normandy beaches is made of shrapnel yeah. or something like that. Something like I just that. don't. Still to this day, I cannot comprehend. No, it's crazy. It is. Yeah, Matt, Logan, thank you for being here. Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say whenever people are like, "Yeah, that Pixar movie Shrek." People yeah. do that so often around me, and I'm like, ah, you need to shut up right bite my, now. Bite my tongue, and or I like how to train your other, dragon. Yeah. You seen that Disney movie, How to Train Your Dragon? I'm like, oh, shut up. Nope. You are wrong, sir. No. Yeah. Go away. Most of the time, I just ignore it, and yeah. I say, uh huh, because yeah, because you don't want to be the guy. I don't need like, to be that no, guy all the time. No, you can't. But Sometimes, like when my parents like say, like, yeah, the new uh, Disney. I'm like, mm, that's, yeah. mm. Most people think that all animation is Disney. Yeah, and that's not the that's, case. That's not true. There are other companies. Yeah, just like two. Yeah. Or, or more. DreamWorks, Disney, yeah. other more. Blue Sky, but Disney just bought Blue Sky. But then you yeah. get like all of, um, what's the uh, the guy from Japan who's making all the great animation right now? Oh, I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Them. Those are cool. Yeah. Matt, thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me. It was it was great. I, I love to sit back and talk about life and, and Disney. Really? We just Mainly Disney. About Disney. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Disney show. You and me, but mostly Disney. <laughs> There you go. Matt, do you have anything going on that you want to like plug or anything? Or do you just want to say like if I anything? So yeah. if you're plugging anything, what are you plugging? If I'm plugging anything, it's I'm trying to create a t-shirt company and the t-shirt company is called This Is Your Shirt. And it has a whole bunch of shirts that are like, this is your cooking shirt or this is your yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Let me tell you, it's not easy to start your own company. No. At all. Nope. Uh, and especially when you have a crappy idea, like this is your cooking shirt. <laughs> so I'm going to try and brand or branch out when I get more time, but this is my shirt. Like it on Facebook, like, like me on Facebook. <laughs> I'll, I'll plan your wet, your, your, your Disney, Disney vacations adventure by MK. See, I have a lot of great ideas. Yeah. I just don't follow them. Did you ever play VMK? Do you no. remember what that was? Yeah. The virtual magic kingdom thing. For sure. Oh, I was, dude, I was all over that. I was all over that. Bring it back. Let me, Call Bob Iger. Hello, Bob. He's the CEO of Disney. Well, he was. He was. Trey Peck. Talk about a talk about a surprise. I know. Well, what the hell happened? President. He's going to run for president. He was. Oh. Then he said, "No, damn, smarter people than me." Sure. Although that's not true. I love Bob Iger so much. Please come (laughs) be my father. (laughs) Please, I would love to have a conversation with almost Walt and Bob Iger together. Yeah, together. Yeah, and just not even say anything. I read his biography, Bob Iger. I just read his biography. I'd love to read that. Oh, good. Yeah, amazing. Of course it is. I'll loan it to you. Okay, that's good. Take it. Well, anybody, everybody, I'll uh, I'll throw in that uh, the t-shirt gig that Matt's got in the description, so you can go like it if you if you You very so choose. Don't have to. (laughs) 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 Not doing a good job selling myself, but. (laughs) 
Hey. Hey, but it's something you can do. Yeah. If someone's talking about t-shirts, you're like, actually. I make my own. And even if you, like, I make this is my this is my shirt shirts, but you, you can could, do whatever. Yeah. If, you have, if you're, like, at a company and you want me, like, you have a funny slogan. I did this for Amazon. Like, I created, like, a third-party shop for, like, all of our funny day-to-day slogans that really? we have. And, you know, have, like, my own little sign thing for that. But if your company is like, hey, we have this very funny saying that we often say always. Yeah. I can make a shirt for that. Well, that's tight. Yeah. There That's you go. my plug. That's my plug. There you go. Or There's your elevator pitch. If you're on college campuses listening to us and you want like a bar crawl shirt mm-hmm. or like a Disney bar crawl shirt or yeah. like any bar crawl shirt and you just want me to list out four bars or five bars or I guess if you're a real alcoholic, you could do like seven bars, <laughs> then um, let me know and I can make that for you too. Really? I can make you any shirt. I, I don't limit myself. There you go. There's the pitch. There's the pitch. Shirts. Thanks for being here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Love you, buddy. Love you too.